It hasn't changed. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Thanksgiving Week edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Very First Thanksgiving, by Rhonda Growler Green. Paintings by Susan Gaber. Published by Athenium Books for Young Readers. We're celebrating Thanksgiving week by reviewing only Thanksgiving books. And just a quick reminder, we'll be off for Thanksgiving this Thursday. But don't worry, we'll be having the full bird. The very first Thanksgiving walks us through some history that brought the pilgrims to celebrate Thanksgiving with the American Indians. We see some of the first interactions between these two very different cultures portrayed through Susan's paintings. Will we learn something new about Thanksgiving, or will we close the book more confused than ever? Well, I hope you got into the pumpkin pie early and are sitting around the fire with your family because we're learning about the OGs, the ones who started it all. So you know who to blame for being stuck in those uncomfortable conversations with your relatives. Well, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on the pilgrims building something in their little town, and Rhonda repeats the title of the book. We can sense the bustle. Everyone has something in their hands, and they're all trying to pitch in. It feels like you're home when mom is yelling at everyone to clean up before the extended family arrives. Joseph, pick up your Legos right now. Mary, you call that dusting? And Jim, you do something instead of staring at me with that stupid luck. We got three children. I don't need a fourth. It then jumps to a kitchen table with a full bird on it and some rolls. The pilgrim women and children are gathered around. Does everything look good? They're nearly here. Now, Nancy, that's not where the forks go. Okay, that's better. Did someone remember to take out the dog? Then the Indians show up at the gates like your cousin showing up on your front doorstep. We're here! It's a ragtag bunch. They showed up with their side dishes that have been sitting in the open air all morning long on their journey. Is that ambrosia? Mmm, mmm, eat up! Quote, These are the Indians, skillful and strong, who knew how to live through the winters so long and ate of the food gathered and blessed. End quote. Breaking that little stanza down, the children certainly don't look strong. They look malnourished. And if they know how to survive the winter, then how come they look so woefully unequipped? They showed up in the middle of November with no shirts on and loincloths. Uncle Bill, thanks for getting dressed up. Is that your Thanksgiving cloth from last year? I'm starting to get a sense this story doesn't have a timeline. It just bounces all over, showing snapshots of different events that contributed to the first Thanksgiving. Each page starts with these or this. It gets kind of wearing. These are my nuts. This is me not giving up. It's Thanksgiving. I'll show restraint. Rhonda shows us one of the first suburbs with all the exact same homes lined up down the block. And then she jumps back, or forward, I don't know which, to when the pilgrims are getting off the Mayflower 
in the middle of a winter storm. Like, we came all the way for this shit? Columbus, that lying bastard said it would be a tropical vacay all-inclusive. Where are all the cigars he was talking about? Rhonda is getting kind of repetitive, but not in a good way. She's randomly repeating lines from previous pages. And I think she goes further back in time to the ship showing up and an Indian standing there watching the Mayflower pull up. Like, shit, they're here. I couldn't have gotten 15 more minutes of peace and quiet. It's a rather funny juxtaposition, to say the least. To see both sides experiencing each other's arrivals. Okay, yep, she's going backwards. Don't know how I didn't pick up on it. Because we see the Mayflower out in the middle of the ocean, clearly lost. And you can hear mom yelling. I told you to take a left back there. Well, it's hard for me to concentrate with all that racket going on back there. Now we're going to be 30 minutes late. We look horrible. I'm not going to be the one explaining this. This is actually quite interesting, because now we see the pilgrims back in Europe, and you can see a man with a solemn face, thinking to himself, God save me. I'm going to be stuck in this boat with my screaming kids and nagging wife for how long? Oh, that's right. We don't know. Hell, we don't even know if we're going to reach land. I don't want my last days cooped up in the hull of a ship, staring at my wife's disappointed face. You sure you packed enough beer? Bouting and beer shouldn't go together. Well, it does for this trip. Hup! She moves it forward again, and we can see them landing for the third time. And we can see a pilgrim stepping out of a boat, looking at his buddy. And he's clearly mentally fried. Like, Finally! I get to stretch my legs. I need another beer to get that salty seer out of my mouth. <laughs> and his wife is getting the baby out of the boat seat. Like, You can't even help me get the kids out of the boat! They get to the suburb, and we can see the Indians just love to teach. They were the first YouTube gurus. It's super easy. See how I do it? Life is so great. I'm in shape. My wife's in shape. We're so happy, and we never argue. Oh, and look how green and sustainable our garden is. Everything we make is so healthy and delicious. Oh, that is so sick, bro. Do me a favor. Stay the fuck away from my wife. She might get ideas. Yeah, go on. Get the hell out of here. I'd rather starve to death. And the story ends on a very long table in the middle of the street. It looks like the first Thanksgiving was a block party. Just an honest observation. I don't know if I could do Thanksgiving with any of these people, but especially the American Indians. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Am I right? I'd be like, Chief, can you close your legs and put on a shirt? My daughter's confused and thinks we're having sausage for Thanksgiving. The moral to Rhonda's telling of the first Thanksgiving is that we may hate how we got there, who we're eating with, and what we're eating, but be thankful you're alive. And no matter how miserable life is around you, things could be worse. The last thing before you die could be your wife's disappointed face. At least you have food and those people you can't get rid of. I really wanted to love this one, because I like history, and I like learning new things. But Rhonda's story was discombobulated, and the repetition felt off too. That combination made it feel like several pages got repeated that should have been cut in the final edit. As for Susan's paintings, they were wonderful, 
and captured how we perceive what the rough first days leading up to Thanksgiving would have been like. Overall, with the pictures and a few edits, we would have had a good one on our hands. But because that didn't happen, it felt like your great uncle repeating the same story he always tells about the hard times with a mouthful of turkey. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.6. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for another bite or two, as long as everyone keeps their pants on. This Goose is Cooked, Thanksgiving Week Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.